Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Claire Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hey, it's us two. Hey, I'm working on my radio voice. Did that, does that sound good? Good. Like that calming NPR voice? Um, does or, my voice sound like it belongs on radio, or do I have to work on a radio voice? I don't know. what. I don't know. Hi. You're listening to me. That's... Talking gently. <laughs> I feel like NPR radio voice, that's your talking gently voice. But like your other voice is perfectly fine. Thank you. <laughs> For, but, but like when people are like, this is my radio voice. It's all soft and gentle and tell me about your problems. Call in. We're taking a caller right now. Hey, uh. <laughs> hey, uh, it's Becky in Nebraska. Hey, Becky. Um, what's a- the weather like over there? <laughs> really cold. Oh, that's nice. Next caller. <laughs> uh, it's Samantha oh, hi, from Samantha. California. Oh, hey, Samantha from California. How's the weather out there? Better. Better than, oh, you heard that last call? <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Bye. Um, that's it for callers today. <laughs> you don't want to keep going? <laughs> no. That's the way to end it. Oh, no more time for callers. This is an improv scene, though. I bet you someone would go, wait, we've got one more caller. <laughs> hey, hold on. we got a caller. Oh, it's me. <laughs> hey, who are you? I'm Rodney. Where are you from? West Virginia. How's the weather there? Cold. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> uh, Just so you guys know, in New York, it's cold, but not as cold as other places in the country. Yeah uh happy valentine's day happy valentine's day (laughs) you got me thinking about the weather and whether the weather will be this weather on the day this comes out (laughs) god i hope not valentine's day i might Mm. if the weather is still this weather i might never never leave my apartment again again all right we'll have to figure out a little like a skype thing yeah that's we're gonna have to figure out a skype thing Mm -hmm. right ricky sanchez does um a 76ers podcast calls in they call One's in California. You said a lot of things really fast. (laughs) 76? (laughs) 76ers? Like the basketball team? One of the podcasts I sometimes listen to is about the 76ers, even though I don't care about the 76ers. Um, It's good to have in the background. Um, But it's called The Rights to Ricky Sanchez. and The Rights to Ricky Sanchez. There's like a reason. Don't ask me. It's, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But one of the guys is in California. The other guy is in Philadelphia. And they Skype. Mm Mm-hmm. If we had to do, if we had to permanently make our podcast recorded in two locations, um, or po- three, if we had to have a guest, maybe, um, would we have to have the same tea at the same time? Would we have to like figure that out? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, if it was a permanent thing, yes. Mm-hmm. If it was a one-time thing, no. Also, if it was a one-time thing, maybe yes, <laughs> because it'd be really easy to pull off. No, but we'd all have to have the same tees on short notice, I would assume. Um, yeah, but if 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 it's if like we just are like, okay, that's a Lipton episode, right? And then we just both have Lipton tea. I don't have any Lipton tea. Um, we should take one of these bags that we have <laughs> here. Uh, or, you know, it's like one of your teas that you have some of it here and some of it at home. Which That's is true. true of some of Emily's teas. That is true. <laughs> Emily has so many teas. <laughs> I have a problem. Um, there could be worse problems. I love to buy books. And I love to buy tea. But I don't love to buy drugs. 
Good. So, really, I'm winning. Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> Thanks. Um, can I tell you a funny story? Yeah. Is it funny? I don't know if it's funny. I'm going to tell it anyways. Um, I'm going to laugh at it no matter what. Thank you, honestly. <laughs> I um, made a New Year's resolution that I wasn't going to buy any new books in um, 2019. And every single time I said it, I'd bust out laughing because it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. And then I went into one bookstore to buy a book for a baby shower. And I came out with two books for the baby shower and four books for me. (laughs) Funny. So I have a problem. It's funny. Um, It's funny in some ways. Yeah. Thank you. It's like not haha funny. It's just, isn't this funny? You don't think I'm funny? Uh... (laughs) You don't think I'm funny, haha? You just think I'm funny, like, mm, that's interesting, funny. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Funny. That's how I react to anything anything funny you say. Hmm. Funny. <laughs> You're just an improv audience. Hmm. It's often how I watch TV, even if I'm watching something that I think is funny. Although I think I'm what I, I I think I moved in several directions. I think for a while I laughed really hard at TV, which is probably how you're supposed to do it. How a normal person would. And then I think I moved to a phase where I didn't really laugh and I just kind of maybe smiled or thought, that's funny. And I didn't really laugh out loud. And now I'm in a mode where something funny happens. I go, oh man. I just oh say, man. Just exclaim in some way why I'm impressed with whatever. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> boy <laughs> yeah. uh yeah that's that's real though <laughs> golly or if i watch something i've seen before and i forgot about a funny thing and it gets me again i go oh yeah i remember <laughs> exciting yeah it's like uh are you familiar with like the uh 60s batman where they'd say like wham and it would like say it on the screen like it was a comic book but it was live action. I can't say I'm familiar with that. Uh, well, that's what it was. So, like, Batman would punch somebody, and then it would go, Kablamo! But it would say that literally on the screen. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can picture it. <laughs> Any, like, onomatopoeia would be spelled out. Ugh, I love the word onomatopoeia. I believe I just used it the other day, and I, so that makes me using it twice in, like, one week, which is more than I usually do. Pretty soon I'm teaching a lesson in poetry about onomatopoeia. Mm-hmm. Lesson in poetry on onomatopoeia. Yeah. Like using onomatopoeia in po- poetry? Yeah. yeah. So like, splash. I jumped into the pool. Ah, yes. There we go. Ring, ring, said the doorbell. <laughs> beep, beep, went the alarm clock. I was angry. Is that a real sample? Um, not <laughs> that exact. Think? That topic, yes. I don't think the exact phrasing. Um, okay. You have to come back to me with the exact phrasing. I'll send you a picture. Put it on the gram. No, I won't. It's a student's poem. <laughs> oh, I was saying for a lesson. Oh, oh, but that was somebody's thing? Yeah. Somebody did write that. You said you're going to do a lesson on this? Does that mean you you, you just quoted a poem that someone else wrote? She just used it early. Oh. So we've got a, like an overachiever. Sure. You're going to teach a lesson, but somebody already knew how to do it. Yeah, but I don't know if they would know that it's called onomatopoeia mm, yet. Yes. Are you going to, when you teach it, go, uh, I don't know this person's name, but let's call her student X. <laughs> Are you going to get up in front of class and say, 
Student X used this in their poem last week and didn't even know what it was, or or not. <laughs> maybe that's cooler. Um, or and uh, and this is what uh, you know. Student X didn't even know that this was the lesson this week, but we're now learning onomatopoeias. Um, Student X wrote "splash." I jumped into a pool. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably not, because then all of the students would feel like they needed to sh- mm-hmm. do that, and then the lesson would go from 15 minutes to about 45. Um, but I might in the middle of a lesson, like hit the chime and go, oh, look at a good example of onomatopoeia. Oh, look, you have one. Okay. Okay. You did it. You did it. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Uh, I had something I was going to tell you and I forgot what it was, but I wanted to tell you on the pod and I forgot what it was. Got to write it down. I blame the cold. It is cold. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I hope you're having a great day with your loved one. And if you don't have a significant other, I hope you're having a great day with your friends or just watching TV. Or listening to us. Or listen. Well, obviously, Maybe, they're listening to us if they're listening to this. I'm hoping they're having a great time doing it. So oh, okay. <laughs> Let us be your date. This podcast. Let TBD. If your date is TBD... <laughs> Let TBD be your date. <laughs> Take us to a nice dinner. Do you get it? Like if it's if it's the initials TBD. Like if your date, if you don't have a date. Oh. Yeah, I'm. That's not a great joke because I had to explain it too much. But I think in writing it would have went out well. Yeah, I might gram this. If yeah. Your TB. If your date is TBD. Your Listen. Date can be TBD the podcast. <laughs> like yeah. We're talking homonyms now. Another literary device. <laughs> Like onomatopoeia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Emily, you want to talk about the tea? Yeah. Let's let's do it. Oh, we should say it's just Emily and me. <laughs> no <laughs> guess. Do we ever introduce the podcast? Yeah, we said TV. I guess but, we did. Yeah. But we didn't say it's Matt and Emily alone. Yeah, it's Matt and Emily alone episode. Hey, if you're alone on Valentine's Day, why don't you check out Matt and Emily alone? <laughs> just weird because there's two of us. But well, there, there would be three of us. There should be three. When you're when you're only two and you should be three, it feels like you're alone. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Listen, we just hope you have a really nice Valentine's Day, however you're celebrating it. We hope it's special. We hope the color pink is involved. Maybe the color purple. Maybe some love. Maybe some love of all types, both platonic and romantic. And if love's not what you're interested in right now, I hope I hope you're warm. You said pink and purple. I mean, red's a big color too, right? I know, but I prefer pink and purple. Like hearts. Hearts? I hope you don't eat any candy hearts, but you see some funny ones. You don't like candy hearts? No. It tastes ne- like chalk. Ne- Neko Company went under, or so I heard. I have to verify this. They're the ones who make the hearts. I like the hearts. They used to make them in uh, Massachusetts. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I like the chalkiness. In fact, that's my favorite part. I eat chalk. <laughs> Um, I once watched um, My Strange Addiction about a woman who wouldn't stop eating chalk. Um, don't do that. Um, do you have a song you want to sing us? Oh, I'm going to. I was preparing myself. Mm-hmm. I hated that one. I'm going to try it again. I like the second I one. Them both in? Yeah, do it. <laughs> I like the second one better. I stand behind the second one and I don't stand behind the first one. Okay. Mm. 
feels weird leaving them both in, but I'm going to do it. But then if you, you cut the first one out, you'd have to cut out so much of this conversation. I know. That's why it's all staying in. <laughs> What's the tea we're drinking? Um, that's a great question. Um, this tea is actually one of my... Is it too early to say this? It's one of my favorite David's teas. It's called Organic Blueberry Jam. Wow. Jam. Yes. It's not blueberry. <laughs> blueberry jam. Hell yeah, baby. What's in this thing? Um, well, I'm going to tell you the description first before I tell you what's in it. Okay. <laughs> this fruity organic black tea is our ode to the blueberry. Long before the superfood era, blueberries were called starberries and were renowned for their healing properties. Dark, sweet, and plump, their juicy flavor comes through perfectly in cakes, jams, and this very satisfying blend of black tea elderberries, cornflowers, and stevia. It's the perfect companion to your morning toast. So there's stevia in this. Yes. So you don't really need sugar. I did it anyways. (laughs) You ready for the ingredients now? Uh, Yeah. I just want you to know that it is kosher and organic and fair trade. It has black tea, black currants, blueberries, elderberries, cornflower petals, stevia extract with organic raspberry and natural blueberry flavoring and no goddamn raisins. Uh, yeah, that's the, uh, currants, I think yeah. is what I thought was raisins from looking at it on the outside. Yeah. Matt tried to say that I liked raisins cause they were in this tea, but they're not in this tea and I don't like raisins. They, they looked like raisins. One cannot dispute this. <laughs> they looked like dried fruit. <laughs> they looked like little raisins. They were definitely different. They were distinctly different from the dried blueberries, which were also in it. Uh, I yeah. agree with that. Um, just if you want some instructions, brew this for three to five minutes. And that's all the information I'm going to tell you about this tea. We did it. It's from David's Tea, if I didn't make that very clear. Um, now, now it is crystal clear. Unlike this tea, which is very opaque. Um, <laughs> It's quite a dark tea. It also smells so strongly of blueberries. Yeah, it smells like... Uh, to me, it's... I mean, I know it's supposed to be blueberry jam, but it smells like blueberry muffins. Mmm. Well... I don't know if you knew this, but blueberries come strongly, well, are great in coffee and or coffee cakes and oh, I'm trying to remember the description. Let me, let me, let me start over. Mm-hmm. Don't cut this out. Don't worry. Um, um, I don't know if you know this, but blueberries are great in um, cake and muffins. Also, this tea. Okay. <laughs> Worth it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what do you taste? What do you like about this tea? Um, I like that you can taste the blueberries. I like that it's sweet by itself, even if I added sugar. And blueberries were on your top five blueberries list. Yeah, I believe it's number two. Um, Raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, blackberries. What was five? Um, I think it, I think I said tomato. (laughs) What a jerk. Um, everyone loved my list. I don't know what you're talking about. Um... Did people give you feedback on your list? Um, um, this is, of course, from the Summer Spectacular that we were um, Well, you, Shannon, and Alex all hated it. Um, and other people I talked to said it was a bad list. And I said, whatever. I know what I like. I thought you just told me that people approved of it. <laughs> um, I'm known for hypable. Another literary thing. What did you say that word was? Hyperbole. I said it wrong. You said hyperbole for sure. <laughs> I definitely did. And I said it wrong, and I'm going to admit to it. You know, I sometimes I I don't know 
I don't know if it's your accent or if you're saying the word, if you don't know how to say a word. I will say, there, you know, I, I people can say words however they want to say them, but if you say hyperbole in front of me, I'm going to ask you to repeat. I do know it's hyperbole. I think I was picturing reading it. Mm. Um, also, That's how you, if you want to know how to spell it, you think hyperbole. <laughs> And I'm a bad speller, so I have to learn. I have to remember those things. Yeah. One time regarding my accent, or go back to the T in a second. Mm-hmm. I was giving a spelling dictation at school, and the word I was going, they had to spell was the word want. And so I went want. I want to go to the store. <laughs> want. want. And literally the entire class, I felt like they rioted <laughs> and revolted. They were like, what? What is this word? I don't understand. I've never heard this word. And I'm like, want i want to go to the store can you say it how a new yorker would i don't know how does a new yorker say it uh want so the honestly i hear no difference like a it's like a longer a i think i know people have told me that want. and i just i can't i think it's like want it's want like, want like want. You're, you're short you're you're saying the same word you're just shortening the a yeah like you're not giving it as much of an a h yeah. and you want uh, I don't think that's that weird. Yeah, but in, to my students, they. Yeah, I well, I, I don't. It's like I was speaking a different language. I sort of have a generic uh, American accent, so I, there's not much to pick up with what I have. But I, I'm I, I usually can pick up when people say uh, when other people say words differently. I don't know. I think I'm really good at noticing when other people are saying words slightly differently. Yeah, I. I generally think of myself as having a normal American accent, and then people will be like, where are you from? Where are you from? That you sounds from? like a Boston person. Where are you from? Anyways, let's go back to the tea. Uh, Unless you want to talk about accents some more. No. They'll come up again someday. <laughs> they always seem to pop up briefly. Um, I just like this tea because it tastes like blueberries. Good. I love blueberries. And this is a tea you've bought before? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I sometimes I forget what we, how we like we know what this tea smells like or like it's blueberries yeah so like there's not much to discuss <laughs> I feel like we're shortchanging this tea but only just because it's it's good but it's like uh, it's too straightforward mm-hmm. there's nothing to unpack here is there is there something we can say about this that is unusual to say about this tea a specific thing to say beyond it's blueberryness. Would you say it's? It feels very like a dark tea. Like I feel like it's like a darker brown than a lot of teas. Or is that just me? I think um, color, like looking at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's the. I think that's like the actual blueberry. Yeah. The dye of like the food coming mm-hmm. through. Um, oh yeah, we could describe what it looks like a little bit. Uh, did we bring it over here? Um, no, because we used it all. Oh, we did use it all. Well, luckily, I took some photos of it. Um, it's like a the leaves were very dark, and there were dried currants and dried blueberries, and I think there were I saw definitely saw cornflower petals, also an ingredient on the list. They were like blue petals. Um, yeah, um, yeah. There's like it looks like, uh, yeah, black tea, little raisins, little. Yeah, yellowish um, petals and bluish petals, uh, and obviously little tiny blueberries. Just to be clear, they are not raisins. L- raisin-looking things. Did I say raisins or did I say raisin-looking? I think you just said raisins, but I'm not. Yeah, listen, I. I want them to be raisins so bad. 
And there's mm. a stick in there too. Oh, I did see the stick. Um, Matt declared to me earlier that if he had to choose between raisins and grapes, he would choose raisins. And I told him he's an awful person. And then he also said he would choose wine over raisins or grapes. And the ranking of the ranking of uses for grapes goes wine, then raisins, then grapes. Mm, absolutely not. Grapes, wine, raisins. Um, what else? Uh, um, grape juice. I'd put it after after wine, but before raisins. And um, what else can you make with grapes? You can use the flavoring and put them in apples, like a grapple. You can buy them at Walmart. Grapples. I would yeah. put that before raisins, but after. Uh, I would put great. I would say wine, then uh, wine, grape juice, raisin, raisins, grapes. And you know what? I I like all of them. I don't dislike grapes, but I like things you make out of grapes way more than just regular grapes. I'll eat grapes, but in that grape juice, just give it to me as a juice. <laughs> Put it straight in my bloodstream. <laughs> hey, Matt, I have a question. Yeah. Um, I know how you feel about raisins, and you're wrong, but <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this tea. Mm. So can you just take a second to really just think and answer this question? Matt, is this organic blueberry jam from David's Tea your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? You know, as you say it again, and I just took one final sip, and by final I mean <laughs> final before I give it a rating, uh, and I'm really, this, this tastes a lot like, uh, Trader Joe's brand of like, uh, blueberry jam that, that has like, it, it's, I guess, I don't know, uh, I don't know the difference between jellies, jams and preserves and all that stuff. It's something but, to do with the seeds and skin. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, ratio of whatever. Yeah. Like jelly, I think it's supposed to be just the like. Squishy bits. Squishy. Like there's no chunks of anything. Yeah. In Anyways. Uh, Trader Joe's has a blueberry jelly jam thing of some sort <laughs> where like when you spread it, there's like a ton of mm-hmm. blueberries that you're spreading directly onto your toast or other yeah. device. Device? Uh, <laughs> jam receptacle? I put jam on my phone all the time. Uh, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Um, and it tastes a lot actually like that. So it, it tastes like sugary... Tastes a lot like sugary blueberries, <laughs> which would explain the stevia. It is very sweet. You definitely don't need to put sugar in this thing. Well, maybe I'll have my next cup of that sugar. Stevia's what they make that uh, fake sugar stuff out of. Yeah, I've had stevia before. I lied. I took one more sip. Um, oh, God. Just spit it out already. Is this cup your cup of tea or not your uh, cup of tea? This is my cup of tea. It's oh, good. Thank you. I was really worried you weren't going to like it. It's, uh, it's definitely better than... Other blueberry... I've had disappointing blueberry teas in my life, Mm -hmm. and this is not one of those. It's good. One out of one, my cup of tea from me. (laughs) Emily. I'm not interrupting you. I just realized we didn't say this. This is a black tea. I don't think... You did when you described it. Okay. When you were listing the ingredients. Cool. Go. Um, Do you find this tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Well, Matt, what a great question. Um... I'm not going to leave you hanging because I think you guys know what my answer is going to be. This is my cup of tea. I love the blueberryness. I like that it's a simple flavor. I love blueberries. I love this tea. I'm loving it because it's warm. I'm cold. It's warm. (laughs) It's comforting. I'm comforted. 
there's i it's truly one of top 10 whoa i thought it was gonna go top five but it's top 10 well i i i need to I also think the T I said last week, I also said top 10. And for the same reason, mm. this is top 10 because I, I need to really think about the ratings. And by last week, you mean two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Recording out of order. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <sighs> uh, I, I could even top, I could top 10 or 15 this team myself. It's pretty good. Oh, well. Someday I'll, th- someday I'll think about it. <laughs> well, my actual top five, 10, whatever yeah. it was. Tea talk done? Tea talk complete. Um, before we get into the topics, it is Valentine's Day. I just want to discuss <laughs> Valentine's Day for a second. <laughs> love and the color pink for a um, We originally did say that our topics were going to be love and the color pink. Um, <laughs> pink is my favorite color. Um, love is your favorite emotion. <laughs> love is by far my favorite emotion. Um, Wouldn't it be weird if love wasn't your favorite emotion? I mean, it should really be everyone's favorite emotion. Yeah, right? I think so. Like, even if you're not in love or actively even searching love the feeling of love should still be your favorite i would think yeah because it can also be like family love friendly love love of a good cup of tea yeah (laughs) truly no better feeling than love okay uh, um you were gonna say (laughs) um i have three pink facts at the ready for you and by pink i mean the singer pink Oh, yeah. Um, the other thing we were going to... We were, we were going to maybe do <laughs> the color pink and the musician pink was the other um, option for today. I think it might actually just be two. We're going to go on a ride together and decide if it's two or three. Um, the first one is, is at one point she was getting divorced from her husband and then they got back together. That's about love. Great news. Yeah. That's that's love and pink in yeah. the same fact. Um, and my second fact is that Prince William really liked her. And she said no to performing at his birthday party because he hunts. Those are my facts about pink. Wait, so that is just That's two. just two. Uh, I don't want to get into it, but uh, the the Americanized Valentine was invented in my hometown of Worcester. Uh, I don't want to... I, I for, for, for reasons I don't want to explain right now, or even today, I don't want to get into it. But <laughs> fast fact... I'm from where they invented Valentines wow. or American Valentines. Okay, I think I, I I've I've decided I'm done with my Valentine's Day talk. Okay, Valentine's Day talk complete. That's one special segment you're getting once. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, next year. Yeah. I mean, this is this year. It's, the episode actually comes out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. But uh, we'll see if we care to to do it next year, because there will be next year, as we all know. <laughs> Keep on listening, everyone. Uh, okay, Emily. Matthew. This being a Matt and Emily alone episode, you have a topic for us. Hell yeah. A miniature topic. Just a little mini one. But a topic nonetheless. What is that mini topic? This is a topic I could talk about for two minutes. I could talk about it for seven minutes. I could talk about it for 10 minutes. I could talk about it for 25 minutes. I could talk about it for four goddamn hours. If I needed to. Probably do around 15, 20. (laughs) We're today going to talk about French fries. (laughs) This is a perfect mini topic uh, (laughs) territory. French fries? This is going to, okay. What? No, this this is good. This is good. French fries. Go ahead and describe. I mean, we we assume most people know what French fries are, but go ahead and just 
Tell french us fries french are fries. my favorite food and i would love to describe to you french fries uh-huh. they are my favorite food um you know there's so many different kinds of french fries and like what is a french fry what is what is existence you know um but french fries to me yeah i ask i ask what is existence quite a bit another one of my favorite emotions is existentialism <laughs> thinking existentially i don't know what to make the emotion called anyways anyways a french fry is a potato (laughs) potato potato that is long cut into strips that are usually some sort of rectangle or square shaped then you take those and you fry them up there might be a step in between i don't know you fry them up you take them out of the deep fryer, you put some salt on them, you dip them in ketchup, and that's french fries. Ooh, dipping them in ketchup, that's specific. Yes, I don't always dip my ketchup, my fries in ketchup, but I'd say the majority of the time I do. Mm-hmm. I will dip some them people in. do mayonnaise? Some people do mayonnaise. I love a chipotle aioli. Chipotle mayo. Aiolis. Oh, um, yeah. Like, if you go to, like, a fry, like, a place yeah. that is, like, a fry place, mm-hmm. they're, like, choose two sauces. Yeah. And then they're like a dollar for extra each yeah. e- extra sauce. <laughs> I like I like buffalo sauce on my fries. So you're dipping your fries straight in buffalo sauce. Hell yeah. And nothing else. Yeah. Mm. And I the, the something else would have been like blue cheese or something like um, double double no. double dip but not in that other way. <laughs> no. No, just just straight up buffalo. You ever put your fries in curry sauce? No, I've never had that. Mm, it's good. It's like a British thing. I believe you. Um, <laughs> I I don't even know what to say about French fries other than the fact that they're I'll, amazing. I'll um, this is not how you make French fries, but I'll grill you about them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what is your ideal preparation oh, for French fries? Oh God. Um. So I answer this question by saying it really depends on how well any particular way is done. Like I can mm-hmm. get behind a great steak fry. Mm-hmm. I can get behind a great, great skinny fry. Mm-hmm. But my ideal mm-hmm. fry is not too thin, but not too thick. I'd say a half an inch wide. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's, that's what I'm going with. Half an inch is pretty thick. Maybe... I'd have to see a ruler. I'm going to say half an inch is probably if, okay, I'm thinking your standard French fry, probably the most basic French fry. If some place was like, we have French fries, you're picturing probably this French fry. They're not shoestring and they're not steak. Uh, They're your standard fries. Those are probably less than half an inch, I would say. Okay. So we'll go with less than half an inch, but bigger than a shoestring. Mm-hmm. again i have to see a ruler to really really give you an exact measurement and i like them to be i don't know exactly how they're made but they're like darker because mm-hmm. there's probably so much grease in them <sighs> so good. and they're like they're mostly soft but the outsides are still have a like not crispiness but like it's not mushy mm-hmm. and they're like kind of bendy that makes sense and but at the ends and there's little pieces like this that are just crunchy yeah pretty good fry uh do you like your fries to have the potato skin still on them or not on them i'm fine either way but i 
The ones I'm picturing do have them on them. Like on the ends or also on the edges? On the ends. Although I'll have them on the edges like a potato wedge. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a potato wedge. Some people, I've definitely had fries before where like they basically take the whole potato and just throw it through a slicer. Mm-hmm. So some of the fries, so they're, 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 they're you know, kind of like the oh, thickness I know what of you're like McDonald's about. fries, but some of them have like the skin on like the outside. Oh, I'm completely don't. fine with that. Mm-hmm. That's probably, if we're just going to jump the gun, that's probably my favorite kind of fry. Wow. Is that one? They're also typically pretty oily and crispy. <laughs> uh, those are good. Shout out to this place called U-Burger in Boston that makes them like that. <laughs> it's also just, a, U-Burger is a good place to stop for a cheap meal. If you're in, in uh, if you're near Fenway Park and you don't want to pay Fenway Park prices, you can go find a hamburger down the street at U-Burger. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Um, what? God, keep asking <laughs> me about, about french fries. I'm going to grill you. <laughs> what is the best fast food french fry? McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Actually, rank. Uh, let's just rank them. Rank the top. Uh, can you name five? Let's go with five. Okay, McDonald's. Number one. Number two. Five guys. Number two is five guys. Yeah, so I'm, that's what I'm feeling. With their peanut oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never get the French fries there though because they have free peanuts, so I just eat the peanuts. Oh, I hate peanuts. Well, let me be more more specific. I don't like. Regular peanuts. Mm-hmm. I like peanut oil and I love peanut butter mm-hmm. and peanut butter M&M's. <laughs> um, my third, Wendy's. And peanut butter cup tea. Wendy's. Third is Wendy's. Number four. What are some fast food restaurants? Yeah, Burger King. Mm, no. We got uh, Rally. <laughs> oh, Arby's. Arby's. Because they're curly. Those are good. Yes, curly fries. Um. Um, let's see. Uh, I named Rally and I, I'm stuck. Uh, have you ever been to In and Out Burger? No, I've never been to In and Out Burger. Um, what about mm, why can't I name any fast food restaurants? Oh, uh, Popeyes. Um, they sort of like a spicy fry. I feel like I don't know. Interesting, I'm not qualified to answer that question. Interesting, they're they're all right there. They got, they're kind of like peppery. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't name any more fast restaurants. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a, um, can I tell you a tragedy in my life? Yes. So there was this place by where I used to work, which is also kind of near where I currently work. It's called Harriet's Kitchen. And when I worked near there, I would go there for lunch sometimes and I would get these french fries. I went there because their french fries were so good. Mm-hmm. And they had this Chipotle mayo that was so good. Everything about it. So good. Perfect fries. When I described you my perfect fries, I described the fries from this place. Mm-hmm. Chipotle mayo. Excellent. They were hand cut and delicious. Good hand cut. Oh, uh, uh, Shake Shack. Oh. I prove, I like the, sh- I like the fries at Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. I don't love them as much as I love the burger. Mm-hmm. But where on the list does it go? <laughs> After Wendy's? After Wendy's, yeah. And you don't like Burger King at Actually, all? Actually, after Arby's. Um, after no, Arby's. I don't like Burger King at all. I, I'd have to say that my top fast foods would probably go McDonald's in the best... When they make them good. Usually, sometimes they're just gross. But well, yeah. Good McDonald's fries are the best. And then I'd say probably Arby's. I like that. I like the curly fry. Who uh, doesn't love curly fry? How do you feel about sweet potato fry? <sighs> Whoa. I need to finish my Harriet's Kitchen story, and then I'll tell you about mm. how I feel about sweet potato fries. Okay. These fries were delicious. 
I loved them. Uh-huh. One day I went there, they weren't the same. Wow. Recipe change? They started getting them frozen because so many people ordered takeout that the hand-cut fries apparently went mushy. That's what they said. Oh, wow. What a disaster. And they're not as good. I've That's gone there every once. That's a wreck. Why I know. Why would you do that? I've gone there every once in a while just hoping. And every single time I'm disappointed. Their Chipotle mayo, though, still good. Why don't they serve different fries <laughs> if you stay or if you don't stay? I know. I'm still so sad about it. All those people who complain about the takeout are the worst now. Now I hate all those people. Anyways, that's one of the biggest tragedies of my life. Um, I love French fries so much. It was a big deal for me. I'm still processing it. Okay. Now answer my question. Sweet potato fries. I don't love sweet potato fries. Okay. In fact, I get why they're called fries. They're not the same. They're definitely fries. <laughs> the shape is the same. Taste is completely different. That's true. Um, but I would accept if people call them fries. Do you know what I don't accept people calling fries? What? Tater tots. They're not fries. Do you consider uh, why first? Um, so as previously discussed, mm-hmm. a fry mm-hmm. is a piece of potato that is one long strip. Tater tots are not that. So it's a shape thing? And a makeup thing. Like a tater tot is like different pieces. It's like a hash brown, but small. It is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, what do you th- do? You call it, do you consider Pringles to be chips? I would say they're different than regular chips. <laughs> do you consider them to be chips? I mean, they're in the Answer chip. Answer the question. <laughs> well, because so Pringles are like reconstituted potato paste. Uh, so they're not really like like regular chips are just cut up potatoes that are fried up. Um, but uh, Pringles, like the reason they're a uniform shape is because they're they're made differently in a factory than you would regular potato chips. Um, I mean, I guess I would technically consider them chips, but I do also think of them as different. Okay. Okay. Um, but tater tots are not french fries. Okay. I'm just saying tater tots are to fries as Pringles are to chips. Okay. Uh, speaking of chips, what do you think about fish and chips? I'm talking the kind with french fries, not chips. The British kind? British chips. Yeah. Fish um, chips. I don't love fish, but I don't mind like fried breaded fish because I love fried breaded things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I studied abroad in England, I got quite a lot of fish and chips. That does seem like a thing you get there a lot. It's, I, a big New, it's kind of a New England thing too. Yeah. Oh, I'm New I'm, England, <laughs> the better England. Oh, New and improved. We just lost all of our listeners in England. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Start a revolution. <laughs> You say you want a revolution. So you're pro fish and chips, though? I'm pro fish and chips. So am I. Um, <laughs> tater tots on fries. I mean, you, we get anything out of this conversation is that tater tots are fries. Okay. We lost all of our tater tots. Tater tots are fries, um, people. Honestly, good. Because they're, they're deeply raw. <laughs> now, they have started a revolution for sure. Um, uh, have you ever had poutine? No, but I don't like gravy. I uh, don't like gravy either, but poutine's pretty good because it's like I'm just I'm just not crazy. I'm not crazy about gravy as a general thing, but poutine is such an insane thing. So to explain, uh, French fries, cheese with cheese curds on top, and gravy. It's a Canadian thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even separately, like cheese curds doesn't sound like a thing I'd really enjoy. 
but I'll put them all together. It's pretty good. It's pretty de- decadent. <laughs> I mean, I'd almost say like part of the reason I like fish and chips is I like, I like the, the fact that like the, the fish, like in the fish in the oil <laughs> infects the french fries underneath and it becomes like a whole like crazy thing to eat mm-hmm. and that's how i feel like poutine comes out it's, it's just like separately not that crazy about gravy or cheese curds or really even the fries they use for poutine because mm-hmm. they're kind of bland fries but you put them all together you got something going on wow um i was gonna say what was i gonna say i was gonna say something about french fries i want to eat them right now I don't like salt that much. Oh, okay. I wasn't asking about salt. See, I would have but, guessed you do. I would have guessed you would have put a lot of salt on. So here's the thing. I in my daily life, I don't like salt. Like if I'm cooking, I don't usually use a lot of extra salt. It's mm-hmm. just not something that I'm in habit of, and it's not something I care to use. Mm-hmm. But on fries, put that salt on, baby. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> now, now it sounds more like you. <laughs> um, I love salt. On fries. I love fries. I love anything on fries. Um, except for gravy. <laughs> Which you haven't tried, so you don't really know. <laughs> um, fair fries. Let's talk about fair fries. Do you know what fair fries are? No. Um, they're fries that you get at county fairs. And they're greasy AF. Mm-hmm. That's the second time I've used AF today. Um, and they're so good. Um, what, what is good about them? Um, so a lot of things. They're super greasy, as previously said. They're usually pretty skinny. And so, I don't always love skinny fries, but it works somehow with these. Um, they also, they tend, you're walking and eating them, right? Mm-hmm. So I usually, you have to like put the ketchup on top and like eat as you walk. So mm-hmm. it's not in a separate container. It's like on the fries. Yep. And something about that mixed with the grease. Oh, God. <laughs> the Fairfield County Fair. It's one of my favorite things about the Fairfield County Fair in Lakes Ohio. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Um, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, like, I've had fries at, like, something like Schmorgisberg, which is, like, a food, mm-hmm. f- hipster food festival yeah. in Brooklyn. Um, have you had, uh, have you had uh, box frites at um, City Field, where the Mets play? I've never been to City Field. you never been? No. There's a whole place they sell, they sell just French fries. The whole store, that's all they sell is french fries. I've been to Palm Frites. Uh, that wasn't the question. Uh, <laughs> that place is good. Um, um, Box Frites is like the same. It's like you buy a big thing of french fries and uh, you get like dipping sauces. Yeah. And it's really good. And it's across from a barbecue place there. And when I go to City Field, I get a barbecue sandwich. Don't be crazy. I, I get a brisket sandwich. Don't be crazy. At one place. And then I go over and I get fries from this place. They're across the hall across the lobby <laughs> promenade i think promenade is probably the uh, right word but i don't actually know for sure uh pavilion pavilion i'm using pavilion okay uh that's that's my food rack for there all right well when i go there i'll see what i can do um fun fact about my facebook profile picture currently mm-hmm. i'm holding a pound of fries yeah we're gonna have to gram that um, this episode comes out and i'm gonna be honest Mm-hmm. I bought it because it was a pound of fries. Yeah, <laughs> I bought it for the joke. Me and my friend went to went to a game at the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, not City Field, Mets, not City Field, and we both wanted chicken fingers and fries, and so we got it together. 
And it was like, so I don't remember how many chicken fingers and a pound of fries. <laughs> and I think she also wanted me to get a pound of fries. Yeah. And I'm very happy in my profile picture about. You are very delighted in that picture. It's yeah. possibly the happiest I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm holding literally a pound of fries. That is truly maybe the happiest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, I love French fries. I think someone commented like, what are you holding? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and I feel like you had to write a pound of fries. <laughs> Uh, speaking of stadium French fries, which is where I'm a slight area of my expertise in San Francisco, San Francisco, they are famous and this is exists in other places, but I'd say San Francisco as a city is famous for this. Uh, their stadium has garlic fries and they basically crush like a whole bulb of garlic (laughs) onto you know, um, I guess your standard sort of uh, fry, the open plate fry holder, which I'll call probably the most, if we're not saying just like on a dish straight up, probably the most common way of transporting fries. Those like little cardboard. Yeah. Fold them ups. You also put hot dogs in those, I think, sometimes. But yeah, it's like so much garlic. It's it's insane. Um, I do like garlic fries. Let's discuss some different types of seasonings on fries. Um, again, I could talk about this for four hours, but we're we can be done after this one thing. Do you like truffle fries? What is what does that mean? It's I, like, don't know, I, I think I have had these, and I it's think like, I like truffle them, oil. It usually has like parmesan on it. Oh yeah, that's good. That's I like good. Truffle fries. Um, truffle is a word I hear frequently enough, and am never because it's. It's it it's a few different things. I mean, well, it's truffles are mushrooms, right? Yes. And then, like anything that you say is truffle something is a mushroom based thing, right? Yes, but I so I don't like to eat mushrooms, mm-hmm. but this is like the oil from the mushrooms. I know, but there's just so many things that people are like truffle, yeah, something, and I never know what that means. But yes, I know those fries. <laughs> yes. Okay, I love French fries. We can be done. Okay. Uh, that was a good, that's a good talk about French fries. Tater tots on fries. Uh, hashtag tater tots on fries. <laughs> good hashtag. Not tater, yeah, whatever. <laughs> good work on that. <laughs> hey, Matt. Oh, did you have something you to say to me? Um, yeah. Hey, um, I loved my topic, but it's over now and it's time for you. What's your, what's your big top today? What's your big, big top? top? What's your circus today? Biggie top. The big top. Um, Straight to the top. <laughs> Straight to the big top? Straight to the three ring circus. Now, I will say that my topic... Topic? Topic is a place that you could probably get french fries pretty readily at. Can we eat all of them? Um, all of them. <laughs> Should leave some for some other people. Um, well, um, well, I guess my topic isn't quite the thing, but it, where my topic exists is also where French fries exist. Um, <laughs> my topic is roller coasters. Ooh. Uh, I was thinking amusement parks have uh, French fries and they do. snacky shit like that. They do. Uh, my topic is not, should be noted, is not amusement parks, is roller coasters. <laughs> okay. Uh, I used to be scared of roller coasters. Oh. I was a little scared baby. Little sweet baby Matt. I was a scared of roller baby. coasters. I'm sorry to Matt um, and anyone who's afraid of roller coasters. And I will say that 
even though I just said specifically that my topic is roller coasters, not amusement parks, uh, this will expand into things that I deem as roller coasters. Because as you may be may or may not be aware, many of the things that we consider roller coasters aren't actually roller coasters. Um, like a lot of stuff in Disney World, for example, is not are not truly uh, roller coasters because uh, I believe a roller coaster, in order to truly be a roller coaster, has to just be a track with a car on it uh, and nothing to do with like speed regulating and things like that. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's like I think at Disney they call out of them dark rides and not roller coasters because there's something about them that makes them technically not a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will say that like, so for instance, like I was ter when I went to Disney world, uh, when I was in like the third grade, I guess I don't remember. I, it was just when like the tower of terror had opened yeah, and that frightened the hell out of me. And I went on it once and I was like, never again, mm-hmm. but now that ride's awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I have since been on many, many of the roller coasters I was too scared to be on when I was a kid. I've been on now as yeah. an adult and I'm like, Ooh, this is so much fun. Why was I scared? My phone just started talking. It has results Shut of up, something. Phone. Uh, it just, it, it started, uh, looking up, uh, roller coasters. <laughs> um, yeah, I think roller coasters are fun now, and I didn't think they were fun when I was a kid because I was too scared. I thought they were dangerous. I thought you could die, and now I understand you're probably not going to die on a roller coaster. Can I tell you, I've had, I wouldn't say completely opposite experience in my life as you, mm-hmm. but I loved roller coasters as a kid. And I loved rides. I grew up in Ohio. There's Kings Island and Cedar Point, great amusement parks. I've heard of this Cedar Cedar Point. Point. It's one of the, I think a lot of people talk about it in terms of roller coasters. I don't know. I liked it. Anyways. Um, but now I'm a, I think I've gotten more anxious in my life. Um mm. in in terms of where I was at as a child. Um and I am now worried about getting headaches and it's not so much like <laughs> physical safety, but it's like just just it giving me a headache being anxious about safety which is a little bit of it but it's not like the hugest part mm-hmm. and like waiting in lines oh well, waiting in lines is the best part uh everyone knows that it's the most exciting part are you gonna get on this are you gonna get on it are you gonna get on it are you gonna get on it it is it is nice disney world has one thing over other places where waiting in line is at least somewhat entertaining because they build like a whole line for you to wait in <laughs> they're <laughs> like here's here's the place where the line is <laughs> Like if like all the rides are like, you know, if you go to like a Six Flags or something like that, or I've never been to Cedar Point, but you know, those places, I guess the rides might be themed as something like a lot of Six Flags have, uh, for example, the Six Flags in New England has the Superman ride, which is based around the character Superman, but I'm confused. <laughs> uh, it's I think it's because it goes really far up and like looks like Superman jumping up and then down. Mm-hmm. It's some it's I want to say it has some standing in the roller coaster community of like tallest or fastest or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's painted red. <laughs> but like other other than it being painted red and kind of shaped like Spider uh Spider-Man Superman's leaping over a building. 
it's not really themed in any other mm-hmm. way like Superman, unless it's changed. I haven't been on the ride in a while. Yeah. But Disney, you know, if if they would have a ride themed about something, you better believe the whole experience of waiting yeah. in line and everything is also themed that way. Yeah. And Splash Mountain, for example, one of, uh, uh, technically a log flume ride and not a roller coaster. You're a like, long flume ride. Yeah, I am. Keep going. <laughs> the whole the whole time you're like crawling through caves and like not crawling but like <laughs> simulating the experience so you're walking through like these these caves and this this mine and um oh actually the mine is more like the thunder mountain railroad ride in disney world but you're still going through like this whole sort of country experience yeah. thing uh or like space mountain you're like uh going through sort of a nasa like mm-hmm. futuristic looking yeah tunnel uh and sometimes there's like games to play yeah i know like the snow white ride snow white and the seven dwarfs ride yeah you can search for gems on this little touch screen thing which is mostly meant for children but at least it's like something to look at yeah um so i've probably been on the most rides at disney world and universal studios oh, wow. uh and disneyland i've been to mm-hmm and six flags uh which makes me not like the most adventurous roller coaster but Mm -hmm. they're fun um we have to get you to ohio it's out of control there's two baseball stadiums you need to go to Mm -hmm. plus two theme two amusement parks you need to go to rock and roll hall of fame too right? and the rock and roll hall of fame and the pro football hall of fame i don't need that last one (laughs) kill me before i go to that last one I'm not going to do that. Um, I just want to be entirely clear that I will not kill you. <laughs> it's really going against my wishes. <laughs> Get someone else to do it. Um, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Oh, my God. So boring. Um, sorry. Ev- sorry, everyone in the world who likes football <laughs> enough to go to something like that. Uh, rock and roll. Ho- rock and roll? Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Is that in Cleveland? Yeah. Cleveland rocks, I hear. It does. From that song. It does, according to Drew Carey. Back to roller coasters. Roller coasters. Roller coasters. Uh, Tell me, when in your life did you realize you loved roller coasters? So, I mean, I always had fun as a kid, I guess. But, I mean, Disney World is, like, tame. Where, like, I'd say, like, Six Flags and probably, like, Cedar Point are sort of on the extreme end. And then Disney's like the opposite. I mean, other than like, just like kids crap. Yeah. Uh, like obviously rides that are meant for children. Disney is like the, I mean, they are meant for children there too, but also adults. Yeah. Um, I mean that to separate it from roller coasters that are literally only for children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I've also been on as an adult, which we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, oh, yes, please. Let's do. But, uh, Disney's the tamest. Universal's a little more extreme, and then um, you know Six Flags is probably th- on the the higher extreme level. Uh, so I liked them when I was a kid, but I don't think I really realized how much I liked going on them until maybe just like four years ago, around when I went to Universal Studios for just like a vacation one year, and I. Uh, was loving all the stuff at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. I was loving the Harry Potter rides. Ugh. I was loving the uh, the Mummy ride, which we do have to talk about the Mummy ride. Um, 
we'll get back we'll get to it (laughs) um and like we're just i was just going on some of these rides like so many times speaking of not liking to wait in line my friend and i we bought like a two-day pass to both universal studios parks and bought a uh like this thing that you could skip the lines yeah you have to wait in line gonna ask about that and it was like probably a stupid idea to spend two days at these two parks and get the line skipping thing because mm-hmm. <laughs> we could just like use the you can use the line skipping thing unlimited uh, uh, as many times as you want like it's not yeah. once per ride so we were just going on we went on every ride that all the rides that we liked i want to say we went on almost every ride twice unless it was a ride we just straight up disliked yeah and then the rides we like really liked, we would go on like ten or more times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because we just it was like, oh, there's no line. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd say that was like the moment where I was like, oh, I should really do roller coasters more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I mean, I've been on I sporadically I'd been on other ones like I've been to Coney Island and I've been on the the Cannonball. I've never been on any roll any rides in, in Coney Island. That's the only one I've been on, but I've been on it a few times. It's I like an go on the big Ferris wheel, old wooden one. I still Ferris wheels still scare me. I I like won't go on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> Probably I don't know. I you could maybe coax me into doing it. Um, but I've been on that roller coaster a couple of times. Can we make a deal? Yeah. That if we do go to the Profilheim go Pro to football. the hall of fame i will kill you if you go on a ferris wheel with me okay deal keep going i thought the deal was like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's the deal um i've also been oh i should shout out canopy lake park which is a uh old amusement it's like ancient <laughs> amusement park in new hampshire that people of new england go to Hi. uh it also has an old rickety wooden uh roller coaster and they turn it into a halloween themed thing in in like october and you can go on that roller coaster and i have done this in the freezing cold (laughs) in the pitch black night and it is like you can't really do it more than once because you're too cold to do do it again but it's kind of it's quite the experience to do a roller coaster at night and like (laughs) freezing cold (laughs) um because it's all it's so old it's not lit up either like there are, are like Disney World is open late, but like yours, it's more lit up. I guess. Yeah. Well, the outdoor ones, I guess, can be pretty dark. Um. Oh, that's another trick about Disney World is if you don't care about the fireworks, you can just go ride on the rides like with no lines. Mm. So like Disney, Magic Kingdom, for instance, I think every night or maybe like every other night or something has this big fireworks display around the castle. Right. And. Uh, you know if you don't give a shit about that <laughs> splash mountain's got no lines uh you just run over every ride you want mm-hmm. um and like pretty much every park in disney has like a nightly show yeah or a semi-nightly mm-hmm. show and yeah that's like the time to just nail the rides yeah. um and if you go on splash mountain when they're doing the fireworks you can see the fireworks while you're going over splash mountain which is pretty cool <laughs> um oh i will say i'm not so into this i'm not like I'm not into getting scared by roller coasters. So I do really like Disney rides because even though they're pretty tame. Yeah. I think they're fun. Yeah. And they're silly. Uh, I like, oh, I also like screaming my head off. Like even if I'm on like a roller coaster that's not scary. Yeah. 
like Space Mountain, I don't find particularly scary. But you're also in the dark for those. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they're theming them to be like Star Wars now. <laughs> <laughs> and I will just like scream on that or I don't know, just any roller coaster. I'm, I've become like puts his hands above his head and screams person. Because <laughs> um, I'll have fun. So I think for me... I think part of my anxiety about roller coasters now is I just haven't been on one in so long. Mm-hmm. But for me, the the roller coasters I enjoy, my favorite roller coasters at Cedar Point is called the Vortex. I'm pretty sure it's at Cedar Point. Might be at Kings Island. Hey, Ohio heads, let me know what I, if I'm wrong. Um, but it's the Vortex, and it has like a lot of loops. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do. I, I don't. Scare is not the right word, but if I'm going on a roller coaster, I want it to have loops. I mm-hmm. want it to go fast. I want to go fast. Um. I don't mind. I I think I feel like oh well. So uh, Laura and I went to amusement park. Oh, we went to Disney World uh, with some friends a couple years ago, and she was like, "I don't want to go on anything that goes upside down." <laughs> and I was like, "Don't worry, nothing in nothing in Disney goes upside down." Like I was like so certain of this. <laughs> and then we went on the Rock and Roller Coaster, which is like the Aerosmith themed mm-hmm. one in 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 uh, the movie. One. I have so many questions you about see, how that gets made, but keep going. It used to be called MGM Studios. What's it called now? It's called something else. Holly, Hollywood doing. Studios or something. Yeah. And it definitely goes upside down. And there's this... Uh, I feel like Laura was you know, sitting next to me behind me or whatever on it. And it like, went upside down and she just goes, fuck you, man. <laughs> and I honestly totally forgot it. It, like, did a, it went upside down. Um <laughs> But I was like so certain because I don't. I think that might be the only one that goes upside down. Because like even Space Mountain, I feel like just goes side by side to side or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I like that story. Um, <laughs> I was. What was I going to say? Oh, was I going to say that? Oh, I went to um, Disneyland World. World is in Florida. World. Land, land is in California. Um, I went to Disney World. When I was in first grade, because my brother had a band trip, and um, at my school they went to Disney World every four years in band. Wow. Um, so he was on a band trip, and my parents chaperoned it, and I also got to go, and it was fun. And I mostly remember two things: one, at Disney World, I got every single autograph of. Well, I tried to get every single autograph of all the characters. Mm-hmm. That is when I found my true love of manatees. Although. I think it solidified it. It had already started. Mm-hmm. And this isn't about manatees. Um, it, everything's about manatees. Um, and I rode the Tower of Terror and I loved it. Oh, yeah. So now I'm super into it. I, what was I? <laughs> I went on it once and of like one time I went on it a bunch with some friends, but the first time we went on it and my other two friends had never been on it before. Um, uh, it like you know, it drops you and then picks you back up and then drops you. And I wanted I'm trying. I'm gonna mess up this whole story. Uh, oh no! So it gets to right before it's gonna drop you, mm-hmm. and I knew it was about to drop us. And I just went like, "Oh, that's not so bad." Like to everyone <laughs> in, the, in the car you're in, and then it like immediately plummeted, and people just like. I'm screwing up the story. I wish I didn't even say it. I remember saying something and like getting everyone and then like it dropped and then like double getting everyone. Cause I don't want to say I made everybody scream because everyone was going to scream anyways. Yeah. 
uh but i remember saying something to like trick everyone into thinking the ride was like either over or not so bad or something like that or there was like you know 10 more minutes till we were gonna fall and Mm -hmm. then someone going someone i remember the response someone going like really to me and then like then it just dropping (laughs) and getting them real good wow uh i got i went on the disney ride so many times and the universal ones but uh specifically for this the disney ones that i figured out where all the cameras are on them all yeah. so i would make the goofiest picture faces in all the pictures oh god i never bought any of those well of course not yeah i have bought some before i have one of me and troy i'm pretty sure um but uh troy from the pyrex Fortnite episode yes my uh, longest consecutive friend yeah <laughs> oldest friend <laughs> longest consecutive friend is what we settled on yes uh longest conservative friend is what somebody wrote on a comment in uh i think troy wrote it wrote conservative instead of consecutive on accident oh uh, i would say neither of us are very conservative no i would i don't think so my <laughs> brief knowledge of troy and my less brief knowledge of you <laughs> um can i ask you a question gosh, yeah um as you know i love harry potter and this is a harry potter podcast what was your favorite Harry Potter ride? Okay, so let's just let's just go into Harry Potter talk for the rides. Oh God, that's all I've ever wanted to hear you say. This is a whole thing. <laughs> so um, Universal has, as far as roller coasters go, four point five Harry Potter rides. Rides. You can't have half of a ride. Um, the half counts in two different ways. So I might even say four, but. I'll get to that. Uh, the two, so the the worst, the worst of them, <laughs> straight up, is the it's something called like the Hufflepuff coaster or something, <laughs> and it's meant for children. It is. This is what I was going to say. I was going to get to like child rides. So it is like, I hated this ride so much. I went out with my friend Jared. I was we got off and I was like, this ride sucked. <laughs> He wanted to go on it again. And like later in the, like hours later, he was like, let's go back on that Hufflepuff ride. And I was like, dude, that ride was terrible. And then we went on it again and he still was like shrugged at me, but it's like, it's so slow. The, the chairs are so small because they're meant for like two children or like a parent and a child. Like they're not meant for two full grown adults to sit side by side. It's such a lame little ride. It is, it, never go on it. <laughs> um, so that's the worst one. Uh, that's the first reason I could have a 0.5 because it's barely a roller coaster. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, the, uh, then there's, so, that, and that's a pretty standard ride. It's just, it's called Hufflepuff, but it has nothing, it's just, and it's in the Harry Potter area, but there's really yeah. nothing thematically yeah. going on with that. Uh, the two, the two thematic rides that are more closely tied to Harry Potter lore are Escape from Gringotts. Seventh book. And it's the name of a book? Seventh, it's, it's in the seventh book. Okay. I was like, that didn't sound like a book to me. And uh, that ride is pretty awesome. You're in a, like a train car, like a, like a, like a mining cart, and you go into the Gringotts vault where, I don't know anything about Harry Potter, but I assume they store some sort of magical or mythical devices. <laughs> They're trying to steal um, Hufflepuff's Hufflepuff's um, cup. Okay. Keep going. Uh, well, like, 
Sirius Black or something. Is he bad or good? Is there? He's amazing. Uh, and then uh, Voldemort's there, and the woman. Uh, what's her name? Bellatrix Black. Mm-hmm. She shows up. Uh, I technically, Bellatrix Lestrange. Ugh. Actually, I'm kind of wondering if I'm if I'm mixing these two things. Anyways, you're in this little you're in this little train trolley car thing, and you're going through Gringotts Vault, and you're trying to. I guess that's the one Voldemort and. They're like chasing after you and a uh, dragon comes at you. Yeah. And that one's kind of interesting because you're sort of moving along on a track like a roller coaster, but you're you're also kind of moving from like video screen to video screen and, mm-hmm. and watching stuff happen. And uh, that guy, um, is he like Ron's brother or something? Is he a Gringotts? Uh, Bill, we- Bill Weasley? Yeah, it's the, it's the Nazi from uh, Last Jedi. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Don't make me don't make me do that. I don't know. That guy. It's the same actor. It's the redheaded guy. Yeah, but I didn't realize they were the same actor. Yeah, it's the guy from Star Wars and uh Ex Machina and Harry Potter, I think. Sure. Bill Weasley. Yeah. You're like he's like trying to help you get out of there. This um, is not what happens in the book. Keep going. Oh uh, well there's like a you're I mean, <laughs> you're doing a roller coaster, so they had to figure something out. But you're sort of going from screen to screen. Mm-hmm. Um and Harry Potter shows up and all that, and they try to save you from the dragon. <laughs> I want to say there's dragons in both rides. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a pretty cool little ride, but it's like you're, you're, the ride is stopping to watch what's like happening on the screen. And yeah. they have all the actors from the movies. Like I don't know how they book this, but you're like, oh, okay, film, film the thing for the ride and the, your movie part. <laughs> I had heard that. Daniel Radcliffe didn't want to be a part of the ride, so I'm surprised he was in it. I'm pretty sure it's him. I mean, they either got him or... from... I don't know. I mean, they're kind of like... I mean, it might be clever editing, but they're kind of like, come on, friend. We have to get out of Gringotts. (laughs) We have to escape from Gringotts. (laughs) Um, It seems like it's all the people. I mean, I know... Well, I'll get to the second ride. I really am conflating some of the plot points between the two. But yeah, you're taking a tour of the vault. And what's interesting is the line to this ride is like a really crazy realistic. Like you're going into this. Is it like a bank, basically? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like going in this bank and they have animatronics. Who who runs the bank? Um, kind of Goblins. Goblins. They have these animatronic goblins that look real. Like, like if... Like it looks like someone in a in a really well done costume, but it's yeah. not. It's just a robot, and they you're going through it like it is a bank where there's just tellers, yeah. and there's like a head teller at the end of the room, and all the tellers are these different robots, mm-hmm. but they're like so lifelike looking, and yeah. it's this fab. I mean, it looks like you are in a real bank. I mean, just photorealistic the whole thing to what I assume the movies yeah. are looking like. Um, and so it's like a really interesting line to wait in, as long as you're not too far in the line. In which case you're outside, <laughs> and when I went, it had just opened. The first time I went, it had just opened, so the line was like all the entire entire insides, and then they have like a auxiliary line on the outside, and it was still past that, and it was just like in the general like Hogwarts. Yeah, like it went out into the park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was such a long line. Luckily, I never had to wait that long. I was I either got there super early in the morning. Oh, it was the one ride my line cutting pass wouldn't work for oh so we ran like straight there so we didn't have to wait in line <laughs> um wizarding world of harry potter 
And then, uh, yeah, that ride's fun. It's pretty cool. And there's a big dragon outside that that also breathes literal fire. It's, it's a like skin a pale fire. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, to the Green God's dragon. Um, and then the other one, which is a name I don't remember, but it's like a tour around Hogwarts or something like that. Um, that one you're actually you're like very explicitly following around Ron, Harry, and uh, Hermione, and you're like. What's the uh, what's the big guy's name? Uh, Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid. He's there, and at the end, there's like all the characters. Like you see Snape, and you see Snape. Snape. A bunch of people. Severus Snape McGonagall. Uh, sure. Yeah, there, it's it's literally like <laughs> as you're leaving, it's like all of them looking at you and clapping, <laughs> like you did it. And the way it goes is, they want to take you on like a. Um, a, they can't put you on they, you're not a wizard so you can't ride on a broom but they yeah. enchant a bench and you're sitting on a bench and you're like flying behind them and this is a roller coaster that is like a um it's like an arm on top of a gyroscope <clears throat> so you feel like you're flying and it's yeah. crazy and it is super cool and it's basically you flying you briefly fly through a quidditch match and uh, it's like it's literally like all the greatest hits of Hogwarts. It's like oh, fly through Quidditch, fly through this thing, fly yeah. through this area, um, have a dragon chase you, <laughs> like anything you can think of that they would do. It's just like a montage of, yeah. of moments like that, and you do have to also fight a dragon in this one. <laughs> and at the end, I think they're applauding because like you've saved, you're alive, <laughs> uh, and that's a really cool ride. And then, uh, so those are the two, the, those are the, the Gringotts and the Hogwarts one. Those are the two very themed yeah. Harry Potter rides. And then there's this other ride. Okay, so when they built Wizarding World, they did not build this final ride. This mm-hmm. ride already existed. But they basically were like, ah, oh, it's a Hogwarts ride. <laughs> and it is called like the Double Dragon or something like that. Or like ride the drag, flight of the dragon, something like that. A lot of dragons. Yeah, Uh, I think the original ride was just like called like the twin dragons or something, and then they were like, "Ooh, this is convenient that we already (laughs) have a ride about dragons." And this one, you're riding. I mean, this is as loose as this definition can be. You're riding on a dragon, (laughs) Uh, or rather, you're. It's one of the dangly rides. Your feet are hanging. Oh, I love those ones. Yeah. So you're you and you're sort of you're let. I guess. Visually speaking, you're sort of the legs of the dragon. <laughs> okay. Um, and this is more of just your stand. This is an outdoor roller coaster. It's more what you think of when you think of roller coaster. Yeah. And you're like flying around. And it's loosely Harry Potter. And the reason it's called twin dragons or double dragons, whatever it's called, is there's two. There's the Ooh, red. race? There's the red and the blue. They're different courses. Oh, okay. so they're not next to each other. But it's that's what that's the point five one point five because yeah. it's technically two roller coasters but it's really uh, one okay i see and i think we decided i don't remember i think we were like the red one's more fun or something but they're they're sort of different experiences yeah. uh i mean it's the same style ride but just uh the number of loops you do and stuff yeah. like that um so th- that ride is pretty cool uh yeah okay universal's got some pretty cool rides and i i do really like the wizarding world rides they're just 
the two new the two new themed ones are just so cool because yeah technologically they're they feel so fun yeah i love harry potter um i have to talk about two other rides i talk about them at least the mummy i'll do the mummy second uh there's the rip rip rocket ride in universal Mm -hmm. which you go from like this is the least like a roller coaster. It's outside, but when I was talking about definitions of roller coasters, that, this one's important because you sort of go from segment to segment. Yeah, and it like, um, the roller coaster will like actively stop you yeah. and restart you on the ride. And the whole thing is like you're listening to music mm-hmm. really loudly, and they are also taking video of you the entire time you're yeah. on the ride. <laughs> um. And you can like buy the video with the music mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> and I went on that ride so many times. Oh, and the thing is, in order to go on it, you have to put all your belongings in your pockets into a locker yeah. that they provide for you because you go like upside down so fast and all this other stuff that they're like, you can't have anything loose on you. I have to take my glasses off whenever I go on a roller coaster. This is like you'd have to take your cell phone out of your pocket yeah like that's how like crazy this ride is and they make you go through a metal detector to get on um but i've learned that this is the spine mangler and (laughs) it just like i hurt my back from going on it too many times this like specific ride because it just jerks you around so much um and so i don't know if i if i ever went back to universal which i probably will I would only go on this ride maybe once and not the eight or nine times I went on it <laughs> one other time. I, mean, I kept wanting to go on it with different songs because I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, I definitely went on it with, like, Beastie Boy Sabotage, which yeah. is a great song to go on Sabotage. a roller coaster. Yeah. So hyped. Uh, and then I, like, found, I think there was, like, Limp Biscuit or something. Oh, yeah. You could do, like, a Limp Biscuit song. And I was like, I just want to go on it to a Limp Biscuit song. It's all for the nookie. Uh, cookie it was rolling by biscuit yeah i'm sure i've heard it but um i considered i considered it to be the roller coaster the limp biscuit roller coaster um yeah oh i was gonna do you want to talk about mommy i will go to mommy next yeah okay can i tell a story real quick yeah um so as i said before ohio has two great places um mm-hmm. to go on roller coasters and so we went to them kind of off not all the time but like fairly often and so one of them we went to i'm pretty sure this is in king's island i'm having trouble remembering which one is which but in king's island there's this one that's an indoor roller coaster it's one of my favorite roller coasters and it's like themed by like space you like go into a ufo but i was very young when we went this time and we thought i was tall enough but we got to the front of the line and i wasn't and I remember crying and um, the like attendants, I don't know the name of them. Yeah. Line attendant. Um, right attendant. Like let me like stand next to her and like see him off, like wave. Oh. And I liked that. That's nice. But I was still. I like that you liked that. I would have been so angry. Well, I was very young and. How short were you? How, how, how far from the limit were you? I honestly have no memory. I'm surprised they just didn't let you go on. Yeah, I really, I have no memory of how, like, I think it's, like, I think they're pretty precautionary with that ride, I feel like. Again, I was very young. I don't 100% remember. I just remember being, like, bye, ride, and then my mom coming back. Yeah. And now I love that ride. A lot of loops. Yeah. 
Sounds good. Lots of go on it. How close? Where is it in relation to Cleveland or Cincinnati? Two places um, I have to go for a baseball. So game. if you're going from Lancaster, Ohio, Cedar Point's farther away. It's probably I don't 100 know, but I'm going to say two and a half hours. Um, maybe a little bit longer. Cedar Point is under not Cedar Point. Kings Island is under two hours. So from apart from each other, they're probably like four hours. Okay, I just need to go to a baseball game and one of these. Play- I have to knock two things out at once. <laughs> well, you could do like a game. In Cleveland and the the park, mm-hmm. drive to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. A game in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've never really done two parks in one trip, like two baseball mm. stadiums. I could, I could if I wanted to, but I don't know if that's too much of me traveling between places. <laughs> I would say probably more people would recommend Cedar Point. That's like the famous one. It's the famous one. Although Kings Island has the law. Oldest wooden roller coaster, the Beast, and I like the Beast. The oldest wooden roller coaster. Yeah, it's a little shaky, but I feel like that's in dispute with what Coney Island says. I feel like they say that's the oldest wooden one. Maybe there's something special about it. Like there's like like signs mm-hmm. about it. I enjoyed the Beast a lot every yeah. time I've been on it. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll go to you know, I'll go to Ohio at some point in my life. Uh, okay. I want to talk about my two favorite roller coasters. Uh, my two favorite roller coasters, and then we can be done. Okay. You can ask me brief questions if you want to. I'm already, I'm already noticing we're running late, but I have to cover these two. Tell us so, about them. Disney World, the best roller coaster. It's the Mount Everest ride. I believe it's the second newest, or well, it might not be factually accurate anymore. When I, by the time I went, it was the second newest. I think there's a Toy Story ride there now, mm-hmm. which is new. I don't know if that's opened, but um, this is all. <laughs> I haven't been to Disney in about two years, so anything that's open since, I don't, I'm not whatever. So it's called Expedition Everest. Mm-hmm. It's in the very underrated Animal Kingdom park, right? And it is themed like. Um, in uh like bigfoot abominable snowman kind of thing uh where there's like it's hard to describe why it's better than other disney ones but like you go inside you go outside there's good turns it's i mean because it's one of the newest ones it just kind of has the most stuff going on and the coolest thing about it the two coolest things about it oh if you ever go on it there's usually a separate line for front row Ooh. You got to go front row on this because you go up to the top, of, you get up to the top of the mountain and only if you're really in the front row, maybe the second row, you go up to the top of Everest, which I think something like Everest, this Expedition Everest is the tallest man-made mountain in all of uh, Florida, which is noteworthy because uh, there are a lot of man-made mountains in Florida with all the amusement parks they yeah. have there. Um, but uh, you get way up top. And then you look, you can look out and see like all of Disney World. Like you can see like other theme parks because you're so high up. You can just look as far as the eye can mm-hmm. see. And, and it's just like this crazy view. And you only get it for like, you know, two seconds or mm-hmm. whatever. And you only get it if you're in the first couple rows. Yeah. Probably first row. Just do first row. And the other cool thing about this roller coaster, which ties into that, is you go backwards at one point in it. It brings you up, and that's when you're at this peak. Yeah. And then, which, you know, spoiler for a roller coaster, but I don't really believe that to be true. <laughs> brings you to this peak, 
and then like it acts like you would fall off the tracks like it, it seems like you're at the end of the tracks quote unquote but then the roller coaster goes backwards and you're like god damn and then it while you're up there the track below you is like changing course and then you fall backwards and then you go forward again and it is such a cool little gimmick <laughs> that i even i even went on it like 10 different times or whatever and it didn't get old <laughs> still fun <laughs> um yeah that's the best ride in disney world and i do love i like tower tower i like splash mountain i like space mountain i like thunder mountain railroad which is probably my second or third favorite uh also an underrated because it's not actually themed like anything (laughs) (laughs) um but yes expedition everest so great and animal kingdom underrated also great and animals are cool um and then the best ride in universal studios moving on tell me about it is the mummy ride also tragically underutilized it is based on the brendan fraser movie oh thank god yes it is themed on that that movie and that movie, movie, if you haven't seen it, is kind of tongue-in-cheek. And I would watch it every single time it comes on TBS. Yeah. It's like, it's action comedy. You yeah. Know? Like, it's it's definitely got both genres going on. And this ride is that. Mm-hmm. It is so, it is a funny ride. It is legitimately funny. Funny mm-hmm. things happen to you on this ride. And it is technologically so awesome. And it is so disappointing to me that it's themed about a movie. Like, they must have thought The Mummy was going to be just this movie that stayed in the i mean i guess we still think about it but i feel I think like about it all the time they thought it was gonna be in the zeitgeist forever you know like <laughs> i mean you got to be planning the ride i mean i don't know it just it is a silly movie to make a ride about yeah and i think people don't go on it because it's all inside it's all indoors so it doesn't look like much and it's also yeah it's based on this stupid movie <laughs> but it is amazing we went on it a bunch of times a couple of years, you know, the few years ago when we went on it because just no one wanted to go on this ride. We even talked to people who were working on the like line attendants or whatever. And they're just like, yeah, no one goes on this ride, even though it's the best. Like we felt like we knew something the workers there knew because yeah. they're like, yes, this is our favorite ride too. Yeah. Um, if you, we never had to wait in line, but if you do have to wait in line, there's these like video segments where you watch like Brendan Fraser talking to you about the ride. Like these are segments filmed for the ride. Um, and then uh, at the end, you get like one last video with him, like t- saying like, well, that's the end of the ride or whatever. And he's also, I feel like he's like, this is stupid or whatever. Like he's just treating it like he acts in the movies, uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And then like, there's crazy special effects. There's like rooms that set on fire. There's like curses that come at you. There's um, a fake out where, again, spoiler for a roller coaster, but not really because <laughs> it's still fun every time. Uh, actually, I found this part funnier when I realized what was happening where they there's a character who goes like, the roller coaster's over. Thank you for riding. And then a mummy comes and goes, no, the ride's not over. And he, and they send you like, they make you fall, like do one last fall. And it's like so, so funny and so surprising and so cool. It's just like, it's got everything going for it. It's probably the most fun roller coaster there is. And it's not even particularly scary. Although like with all the flames and stuff, and it's like real flames. <laughs> um, It probably like... <laughs> Even if you were like a seasoned roller coaster veteran, yeah. there'd be so many surprises with just like how they're simulating you sort of being in this movie 
with practical effects, you know, real things falling, yeah. real explosions sort of happening. And then like some other stuff that's not really real, but like just done really well with lighting and stuff. Just very yeah. unusual things. Mm-hmm. So if you ever go to Universal Studios, I don't care how stupid the mummy ride looks. <laughs> Get on that ride. It's so good. Because <laughs> it, it's not imposing at all. It looks so whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've never been on it. I've never been on many of these. Because yeah. I've never been to this place. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Last time I went, I went for my friend's 30th birthday. Like six of us went. And we all went to... We went to Universal for a day and Disney for three days. Oh. And then like three or four years ago, I guess three years ago, me and my one friend, Jared, we went down for... Hi, Jared. Shout out. Hey, probably doesn't listen. Uh, oh, wow. Shots fired. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I, I don't know. He's never said anything to me, but I just would be surprised if he listened. Um, if you do listen, let me know. Hey. <laughs> Um, but we just went for like a vacation, like brocation. <laughs> and that's when we went, spent two days in Universal. And yeah, I'm still getting, uh, still getting, um, offers from the Holiday Inn we stayed in down there. <laughs> still getting them. Hotel, motel, Holiday, Holiday Inn. Um, that's all I have to say. Okay. I'm glad you brought this topic. Thank you for being happy what? that I brought it. <laughs> Thank you. For saying thank you that you're happy that I brought it. We're done? Yeah, we're done. Uh, thank you all for listening. And um, Hey, guys. Yeah? Thank you. Don't forget to give us a rating, review, like us on Instagram and hang Facebook. Out. Yeah. And, uh, hang out with us online. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy goddamn Valentine's Day. My name is Ben Matteramondo. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Thank you. Bye.